Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Mouthing Off. It's your host here, Olivia Caridi, back in Seattle. Uh, home, home, home. I miss Morocco, though. Uh, first off, hope you all had a great Thanksgiving holiday with your families and friends. I just wanted to quickly say that I'm personally so thankful for each and every one of you who tune in every single week to listen to Mouthing Off. I put so much effort into this podcast, and I do it all for you guys when you write me and tell me that you love listening and, and your experiences with the podcast. So here I am hugging all of you so tightly and saying big, big, big thank you and big hugs. And I know I said I'd have Tenley Moles on on the podcast this week. No worries. Her episode has been recorded and it's freaking awesome. No surprise, but it will come out next week, December 4th. This week, I'm bringing you another, I don't know, different episode. I love entertainment, but I also love listening to true crime podcasts. And one of my favorites is Up and Vanished. So this week's episode is with the host of Up and Vanished, Payne Lindsay. In season one, he looked into the disappearance of Tara Grinstead. And in his second season, he's looked into the disappearance of Crystal Ann Reisinger. So without further ado, here's Payne Lindsay. Okay, so everyone, um, geeking out over this upcoming podcast with Payne Lindsay, um, who is the host of Up and Vanished. Um, you guys know how much I love true crime, so this is exciting. Hi, Payne. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. This is this is so cool. Um, I've talked about Up and Vanished before on my podcast, but um, give pitch your show for anyone who doesn't uh, doesn't know about it. Up and Vanished is a investigative true crime podcast where I basically put myself in the middle of this unsolved missing persons case and try to figure out what the hell happened. <laughs> right. And uh, I've done it twice now. Yeah. Uh, season one was about a missing woman named Tara Grinstead from South Georgia. Mm -hmm. It was a 12 year old cold case and um, middle of the podcast season a year and a half ago, there was a huge break in the case and the uh, police arrested two people and season two is about Crystal Reisinger, who went missing in this tiny, bizarre mountain town in the middle of nowhere, Colorado. And so for the past six months, I've been out there, basically. Crestone, Colorado. Crestone. Um, yeah. So I don't I think I got caught on to your podcast late. Um, so I wasn't listening actively when it first came out. But um, but you you I, I want to talk about you getting into podcasting because it's an interesting story. Um, you didn't study journalism or anything in school this was something that you just kind of said oh i want to do this so i'm going to right pretty much yeah. i studied film for a little bit but i kind of bounced around different colleges and i was never really a journalism major okay. or anything and no formal experience with doing audio or anything like that right so yeah <laughs> that's so so you listen to true crime or where did you get into that i i mean i guess i've always been sort of a sucker for good true crime shows. Okay. I, mean, I loved the jinx, uh, when making a murderer came out, I loved that. And also serial as well. Is that, uh, listening to serials when I got the idea that, Hey, maybe I could make a podcast. Cause I, I really enjoyed listening to serial. Yeah. If I don't have the money to make a TV show or however you do that, maybe yeah. I could just make a podcast, you know, from my Does living it room. Start with like a garage band kind of thing. 
Yes. I was actually <laughs> editing the entire uh, season one of Up and Vanished on Adobe Premiere, which is a video editing software because I didn't want to learn any other programs. That's, that's epic. I, yeah, I started just in like my garage, basically. And uh, I get all the time people saying, how do you how do you even start a podcast? So um, I never know what to tell people. Like, what do you tell people? <laughs> I mean, usually just like do it, I guess. But um, I mean, I was Googling stuff, but um, I mean, the first thing you need to do is make a podcast. So, right. I mean, if you have a Mac, then there's free software that's super easy to use right. already there for you. The rest is just figuring out how to like export it and upload it properly and do all that stuff. Which is but harder than it looks. I mean, even finding a name of a podcast is hard. It is. Like, it's very hard. was that the first, like, how did you, how did it start? Did you just meet with a, I don't know, this is what I want the name to be or anything like that? No, I was really big on the name being really good. Yeah. And there just happens to be, I mean, there's a million things called vanished or missing, whatever. And so I was like, well, I mean, how is it just going to fall between the cracks? No one's going to notice this. So I, was, I kept thinking of names. I was with my buddy on this little film job we were doing for a few days. On the third day, I was like, I got it. I'm going to call it Up and Vanished. He was like, yeah, it's pretty good. I was like, I think <laughs> it's the one. But I was like, then there was nothing called Up and Vanished. I was like, this is perfect. That it's an amazing famous. phrase that people will use more now. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm obsessed. And there's something really great about the quality. I listen to a ton of podcasts, but yours kind of has this... I don't know. There's like a, a movie element to it where it's very, that production quality is really good. The music, all that stuff. Yeah. I and mean, I'm really into that. I, I mean, I'm really, to me, Up and Vanished is a show. Yeah. It's this surreal show that's real, but it's presented in this sort of, uh, almost like it would be fiction, but it's not. Right. And we kind of remind you, you know, occasionally of how real it is and then take you through this kind of cinematic journey you know, through audio. It's, it's really, it's really pretty. Hate to break it to you, ladies. The traditional multivitamin you've been taking every morning probably hasn't been doing you any favors. That's why Ritual reimagined the essential vitamin for women just for you. Each morning I take two daily capsules from Ritual made with the nine essential nutrients that most women lack. Ritual's multivitamin fills all the gaps in a woman's diet from D3 to omega-3 and the vitamins have a fresh minty flavor and no fishy aftertaste. I want to keep it real with you guys. I've been taking Ritual for the past two months now and I kind of wrote down how I feel about them. So no feeling sick or nauseous after taking the vitamin because of the minty flavor, no weird taste, none of that fishy taste, easy to swallow, and I don't get headaches or stomach aches. So start the same way that I did with a subscription. It's just a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered to your door every month. Do yourself a favor. Get a multivitamin that's doing all the favors for you and for your body. Visit ritual.com slash Olivia to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash Olivia. So let's talk about Tara Grinstead and her case. Um, you're starting from from nowhere. So how do you find Tara's case? Where does that come from? I wish I had a cooler story for how I found it, but I it was a Google search, <laughs> and I was <laughs> I was looking for missing persons cases um, that happened in Georgia. So I was like, if I'm going to do this, it needs to be accessible. I can't just pick a case Fly in Maine everywhere. and then yeah. think that I'm going to go investigate this right. with no money. So um, Tara's case was just really interesting to me. I, I couldn't, 
wrap my head around the fact that no one knew what happened. Yeah. And there was just the circumstances were so bizarre. And so I kind of kept looking into it. And then early on, I realized that my grandma lived just, you know, 15 <laughs> minutes from there. And her friend saw Tara, you know, the night she went missing. And I was like, what? This is so trippy. So, I thought it was crazy. So I'm like, this is, this feels right. I'm going to keep going. Okay. So. Yeah. We want to talk. Someone asked a question about your grandma, so I don't want to ask it quite yet, <laughs> okay. but she's, she's a legend. Um, so yeah, so 12 years of, of no information, um, you come in this town, which, uh, Maurice, who I love and I want to talk about his first instinct was bring someone with you. Cause that town is, is like off or weird. I can't remember what he, what he said, but like, why did he say that? What about, Osilla is is off. I don't think Maurice had very many fond memories of Osilla. Yeah. And if you look back at what he was doing back in 2005 and six, you know, he was hired by the family to basically work on this case because mm -hmm. her family didn't, or some people in her family didn't think that they were doing a good enough job. Right. To, you know, getting new information. So I'm I'm pretty sure that the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, probably butted heads with right. Maurice with a little bit, you know. So yeah. there was that going on. And then, you know, when this first happened, it really did shock this tiny town. And, you know, when tragedies happen, people, some people turn nasty. And that's yeah. just, I'm sure he experienced a little bit of that. So so you, you go in there, you drive there. What, how did you feel? Did you feel welcomed there? Did Did people kind of, were they wary of you? Um, for the most part, I mean, I, I found some people early on that I connected with, uh, Dusty Vassy, who worked at mm -hmm. the, uh, Osilla paper. He was really cool. And, yeah. uh, we kind of hit it off. So I found kind of made some allies early on, but my first trip there, I, I felt like everyone just knew why I was there, but they're just, they're just <laughs> living their regular life. Right. But, you know, I, my only view of this place was that Tara Grinstead went missing from here, but, you know, after a while that faded away and. But as the podcast got popular, um, people began to notice the guy walking around with a microphone is probably right. the podcast person. And um, I think for the most part, people were pretty welcoming. But there towards the end, uh, you know, some people were being kind of negative towards me. But yeah. Well, kinda... I like I was a news anchor for many years and did investigative journalism. And gosh, I mean, knocking on the door and going up to these people and knowing they probably don't want to talk to me was always the scariest thing. And I was trained in that. So mm -hmm. how did you kind of just learn to just do it, to interview people? You just got to play it cool. I mean, really, cool. you just got to play it cool. <laughs> I mean, if you let it get to your head and if, if you go knock on a stranger's door and you seem nervous, then it just you're leaving the door open for them to. Right. Uh, you know, not talk to you that much quicker. Right. But if you just, if you're, you know, acting concerned and you really do want to help and you just try to figure out what kind of person this is and get on their level, then most of the time it works, but you know, sometimes it doesn't. So I, I, I got my door slammed in my face a few times. <laughs> it um, happens. Yeah. It's, it's painful every time. We're all guilty of going a little too hard on a night out, maybe sipping too many cocktails at the holiday parties this season, or even just realizing we're old and damn, we cannot go as hard as we used to. It's important to know that when that happens, you don't have to spend the next day miserable on the couch. 
All you have to do is put some liquid IV into your water and you'll get quick hydration relief. Liquid IV is the best electrolyte drink mix. It's vegan, free of gluten, dairy, and soy, and it delivers hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. It can provide the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water. I also bring my liquid IV packets with me when I'm traveling all over the world. So before, during, and after my flights, they help prevent jet lag and they keep my skin hydrated. I love liquid IV, especially the lemon lime flavor, by the way, and I know that you guys will too. So right now, my Mouthing Off listeners get 20% off at liquid-iv.com when you use my code Olivia at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquid-iv.com, enter my promo code Olivia to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquid-iv.com, promo code Olivia, and don't wait to get hydrated. So so for 12 years, there's no one knows anything about Tara. Um, and you come in and you just start laying out all this. There was a lot of evidence and finger was being pointed to a lot of people. So how do you kind of sift through all of this information that you're getting? And and obviously at the end, you didn't know that there were going to be arrests. Um, so how, how did that feel based on all this information that you're getting? I mean, it was a huge task. There were so many different players involved and the law enforcement had never officially cleared anybody. Mm-hmm. And that became a big problem. I mean, I, I wish they did for their sake because yeah. Even people like myself would more or less omit them from the story, but they weren't cleared by law enforcement. They would never come out and say that. And there were a lot of people who had some weird stories that looked suspicious. I mean, they tell you themselves. So um, that was definitely difficult to sift through. And um, yeah, the the arrest came as a shock to me as well. Right. And what's, what's ironic is that early on, I was looking at former students in Tara's case, and it was just so sensitive that um, there wasn't enough concrete information for me to comfortably go down that road yet. And so I kind of just postponed that whole thread entirely. And then it just resurfaced in one day with two arrests. Yeah, that I, I remember that episode. And it was it's and it's like confusing names. It's Ryan Duke mm-hmm. and Bo Dukes. Yep. They're not related. Not um, related. Didn't even go to school together, right? Or wasn't weren't in the same. They went to school together, yes, but right. yeah, of no relation. Duke and Dukes. And so. And and they've been arrested. We're waiting. Um, you know, waiting for the trial. Do you feel like we, they have the right guys? Is there any part of you that feels like it's not finished? It's definitely. It's not finished. They they have the right guys, in my okay. opinion. I think that. You know, some of the roles may have been reversed, and I don't think that the there's not a full picture of what happened yet. And I think that there's some good reasons for that. I don't think we've heard the whole story yet, or they've heard the whole story. So I, I hope that at the end of the day, you know, if there are others involved or who knew the real story of what happened to Tara, that they come forward and paint the picture for everybody. Right. But yeah, I think it's it's not over yet. But these guys, in my opinion, are involved. You somehow. you know. Um, I want to ask about, about law enforcement, um, because at least in my days of journalism, law enforcement wasn't always comfortable working with media and it wasn't podcast form, but it was, you know, cameras and, um, how, how do you feel like law enforcement 
is there any form of resentment there that they that you've cracked things that they couldn't or are they happy that do they feel like grateful for your work <laughs> i wouldn't say the gbi feels grateful for me at all mm. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't imagine that but <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think they're i mean not to speak for all of them i think yeah. some of the people there are displeased with me for whatever reason but I feel confident that we did get people talking again mm -hmm. and you can say whatever you want about me solving the case. I never solved the case, right. but all I know is that when I was first started looking into it, no one was talking about this exactly. case, even the people who came forward to law enforcement. Right. So I think that in a lot of ways we did help, but in just like in any job or role you're playing in society, some people have a lot of pride and yeah. You know that gets in the way sometimes. Well, it is interesting because um, I'm up. I'm I'm listened to everything. I listened to Crystal's Q and A this morning, um, but I, I want to ask. Um, you know, is, is there any is there any part of you that is is afraid? Like, when have you been afraid during this whole thing, um, this whole endeavor? Have you ever been scared of anything? Is a big question I get. Um. I wouldn't say scared. Okay. I think uncomfortable. I think talking to some people has made me a little uncomfortable because I think that they're unpredictable people. Mm. Um, especially in season two, I don't want to name any names, but I think <laughs> yeah. some people are slightly unpredictable. So you just never know what to expect with that. Right. Um, but I don't feel threatened per se. Okay. Um, as far as my life. And it, a part of me has to kind of accept the fact that there's a level of danger in what I'm doing and you know, you can't let that get in the way or else you're going to be, you know, come across as weak to these people. That's you can't true. be all shaky trying to call this person of interest and, you know, blow it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I put a lot of it past me. I've been uncomfortable numerous okay. times, but, um, yeah, it kind of comes with the territory. It does. And at the end of the day, if I'm gonna make a podcast about this and I got someone at the end of the line who, might be involved, right. you know, I got to stand up to the plate and talk to him. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would, I would be scared. I don't know. You're better than yeah. I am. I'm not even kidding myself anymore. I'm getting older and I know I don't want to have broken down or acne prone skin for the rest of my life, but there's so many products out there and I don't even know what's right for me. The good news, I found the perfect personalized skincare solution, and it's called Beauty by Design. Beauty by Design connects you with online estheticians who will curate the perfect assortment of vegan, cruelty-free, natural products just for you, all through a selfie and text messages. In just a quick session, you'll get a skin diagnosis and personalized products, and you'll get unlimited expert guidance from a licensed esthetician. I text mine all the time with questions about my own skin. Beauty by Design offers 100 cleansers, moisturizers, serums, eye creams, and more, and you can order products whenever you want to. Plus, Beauty by Design offers personalized skincare at budget-friendly price points. When matching me with products, my esthetician always asks me if certain ones she picks match my budget. To experience the world's most personalized skincare, go to beautybydesign.com slash Olivia and use the promo code Olivia today. First-time customers get 20% off. That's beautybydesign.com slash Olivia with the promo code Olivia, and you'll get 20% off your first-time buy. Last time for you, beautybydesign.com slash Olivia, promo code Olivia. First-time buyers, you'll get 20% off. A lot of people sent some uh, Twitter questions, and I don't know if they fit in with, with how I'm kind of going in here. But so 
why why do you think with Tara's case, you, police just struggled finding things that you have? I think that early on in the investigation, they were looking at the wrong people. I think okay. first and foremost, uh, the media as well was looking at Marcus Harper. Yeah. And you know, microanalyzing his every move and. You know, some things looked weird, but they didn't have anything on him. And he just kept saying, I didn't do anything, you know, and and this whole time he's just been trying to figure out what happened as well. So I think that early on in the investigation, they were focusing on different places and different right. people that had nothing to do with this. Yeah. And then time went by and then Ryan and Bo are just lost in the mix. No one even knows their name. But we did find out that early on someone did give a tip to law enforcement that involved their names and nothing um, happened for whatever reason they were turned away and didn't do anything about it so i think that if that person had fully explored that i think that in 2006 or 2005 even ryan and Bo would have been arrested oh that kills yeah. me that really kills me that that bothers me um so so as and as far as as I, we've talked about your interview style but how do you earn their trust how do you get people to respect you and and take you seriously um, just gotta you know, get on their level. Yeah. If I'm wanting someone to open up with me and be honest with me, then I'm gonna have to do the same thing. I'm not okay. gonna expect you to do that and not tell you about myself or any of my vulnerabilities. You know, I, I try to find ways to connect with this, this person. Okay. I mean, a lot of people are more alike than you think. Um, not everybody, but a lot of people are. So just trying to find those commonalities and, um, you know, just make them feel comfortable. You know, what would I want to hear? Like what, what would make me comfortable to talk to this person and, mm -hmm. you know, what can I share with them that, you know, would make them comfortable sharing whatever it is with me. Solid. It's good. That's a good way to do it. That's how I was taught. Um, and then season one, Tara's case was just made into a TV special on mm -hmm. oxygen, which I finally just, I'm part of this Facebook group, um, that talks about, about your, your show and someone was awesome and gracious oh, cool. and, and posted your, the special live on the show. So I could, on the website, so I could see it, but Amazing. how did the, the TV special come about? I know you worked in video. So was that always kind of a plan? Yeah, it actually was my initial plan long before I made a podcast to begin with was okay. I wanted to do a docu-series. I wanted to make a TV documentary like The Jinx or Making a Murderer like that I had seen on Netflix, mm -hmm. and I wanted to do that myself. And then I quickly realized that I think the best path to getting there was to um, make a podcast because, one, I could just do it on my own dime from my right. apartment. Yeah. And then if I could prove that I could tell a story this way and, you know, gain an audience, then I could use this proof of concept to maybe get a TV show done. And it was a long journey to getting to that right. oxygen premiere. My, I got my agent back in October of 2016. Okay. And so she was like six episodes into the podcast right. and she called me, she was a fan. She loved it. And she's like, do you want to make a TV show? I was like, yes, totally. And so since then we've been trying to do this thing. You're a busy guy. You're really I know, busy. It's been crazy. No, it was really good. And, and I loved putting faces to a name. Um, it, it's so different. Like even with you, I had not, I had no idea what you looked like. Yeah. And it's always kind of a mystery of like, what does this person look like in real life? Yeah. Even Tara Grinstead, I had no idea what yeah. she looked like. Um, so it's, it's really interesting and it's probably weird that 
you know, not only is your podcast blowing up, but you're kind of blowing up too, in a way, as like the face of this podcast. Yes. I mean, it's definitely different being, you know, in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I've, I've experienced the same thing. I've listened to podcasts. I'm like, what does this person look like? Right. I have no idea. And <laughs> if, so for a while, I mean, I don't get recognized that often, but when I have in the past, it's like either they've seen my name or um, maybe they've Googled me to see what I look like, or they sometimes, weirdly enough, they've heard me talking and they're like, Hey, are, are you that podcast you that guy? guy? I'm like ordering coffee. I'm like, yeah. I feel like if so I weird. heard you talking on a, like a subway or something, I'd be like, Oh my God, mm -hmm. that's him. Right. It's, exactly. it's just so weird. I don't know. And even like finally seeing Maurice, he's younger than I thought he was. I know, right? His voice makes him sound super old. He sounds old, way old. <laughs> I know. He's got a really old classic voice. P.S. I, I died laughing at that one Q&A where um, someone said he sounds like George H.W. or something like that. And I was like, he does. Yes. I yeah. know. It's pretty It's fun. weird. It's just, it's interesting that, that you've kind of in, become your own entity of like pain Lindsay. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I wish that would happen for me. Just kidding. Um, it is. Not really. This episode of Mouthing Off is brought to you by the Burst Sonic Toothbrush, the best oral care you'll ever buy. Burst is known for its charcoal-infused, super soft bristles. The charcoal removes surface stains, and its bristles stay hygienic for the lifetime of the brush head. It's the first toothbrush head specifically designed for sonic vibrations, and it's proven to remove plaque and stains without damaging enamel or your gums. My favorite part of my toothbrush, it has a built-in two-minute timer to help me reach the magic number I'm supposed to be brushing my teeth. So join over 100,000 subscribers who are loving their toothbrush. Priced at $99.99, the limited rose gold edition brush that I have comes with a beautiful matching travel case and an automatic membership to the Burst subscription replacement program that sends you a new brush head every three months for just $7 each. So go to BurstOralCare.com to get your rose gold Burst Sonic toothbrush and use my promo code Olivia at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's burstoralcare.com with the code Olivia for 10% off. I don't want you guys to miss out on this special offer. So go to burstoralcare.com today. Don't forget to enter my code Olivia and you'll get 10% off the new rose gold toothbrush. So you end season one, you pick up season two um, with Crystal. And was that another kind of Google search? Why did you go to Colorado? Um, well, I, I try to think I have some family in okay. Colorado and they had mentioned the story to me mm. about a year ago. And I was like, where is this place? Right. And I looked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, how, how does anyone go missing from here? Right. And I thought it was a, just a really extreme change up in the town and the yeah. you know place that this happened and a lot to explore there a lot of layers to this story mm -hmm. and again just another sheer mystery like how the hell does Where'd someone go, go missing from this tiny town yeah so um i was just immediately drawn to it and um i went through several cases mm -hmm. and i like i had some that picked where i was like this is the one and then once i heard about this i was like no this is it and i mean literally the first day i reached out to her family. They got back immediately Okay. and everything was just working and clicking. And I was like, this is it. Yeah. This is it. So, and it just, it fell into place. So Crystal's case is interesting. Um, a lot different than the first, which is that, or maybe a reason why you went for it. Cause I feel like with this case, mainstream media probably wouldn't pick up on it 
like you have. Yeah, it's Crystal's case is definitely one of those, unfortunately, that probably wouldn't get that type of mainstream coverage that even Tara got. Yeah. Um, just because of her history and what she was yeah. doing, and you know, people judge people, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. But um, that definitely was part of the reason I, I chose to explore this case. But I was just genuinely fascinated by the whole thing, and um, I I liked the whole Southern draw of season one, yeah. and but a part of me didn't want to try to duplicate that and okay. it be super similar, but just not the same. Right. Because now I'd feel weird about the missing person it was central around at first if people were like oh this is like season one but it's just not as good yeah and you're like i don't want to do that right so well, it's this always was a like, comparison okay. yeah exactly always. so i was like okay you know living up to season two was a, a hard thing to do but i felt like changing it up a little bit was the right move do you feel like you have lived up to it i feel like i have you know i've to me i've kind of blown my own mind with what i've found in the story and they're you know, there is a monster at the end of this story. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's a super different case. And I don't know if I'm like a spiritual person. Um, and if you haven't listened, Crystal's case definitely has the spiritual element to it. Um, so is it, is it harder to, to deal with a case that has that kind of spiritual element to it? It's not that kind of hard evidence sometimes. It's more of the, I don't know. Mind. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to just only talk to psychics and mediums for all your information. Right. But um, I, I think why it's different is that all the people who are like that or clairvoyant or you know mm -hmm. super spiritual, um, in Crystal's case, were her friends and the people who worked with her and all those close to her. So in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm kind of telling Crystal's story because yeah. you kind of get bits and pieces from these people, whether or not their premonition or their vision or whatever it is was true, it's not really what I'm focusing on. I'm kind of right. just trying to tell Crystal's story as well. But there's been some really weird stuff that's happened. It's and, just been you know, weird. It's just weird. And, you know, everyone who's worked on this case with me feels exactly the same about it. And we're definitely not trying to put it on. It really yeah. is unfolding that way. And we, we do feel that way about it. I find myself getting kind of that, like, goosebumpy feeling more in this season. And I'm not really sure why. Um, I don't, can you talk about catfish is the call? Yeah. You will. Okay. Let's talk about it. Well, so I know that, I mean, first of all, you handled that call like a, a champ. Um, and I don't know if you'll admit that it was like a little bit weird. Um, but it was a little bit weird to a listener. It was weird. No, it, it was definitely yeah, weird. His, uh, yeah. his call was a little bit rambly, didn't really make sense. So in that sense, how do you decipher what is valuable information and what is just kind of like out of this world strangeness? I like to think that I'm pretty good at that usually, yeah. but when it comes to catfish, uh, it's really hard to decipher what exactly it is <laughs> he's trying to tell you. I know. Or, or if even he knows what he's trying to tell you. Um, so, I mean, I really had to kind of learn who I was talking to a little bit. Okay. And, um, you know, I've talked to him a lot more since then. Oh, and yeah. Okay. You'll, we'll all be hearing that pretty soon. Cool. But, um, yeah, it, it's, you know, I, honestly, I, I've never talked to anyone like this in my whole life. But um, I had to really put my thinking cap on uh, yeah. with how to to talk to this person. And but um, It was just I hearing was able him, to. like, hearing him 
get mad at you for like making him talk to you and then turning around and continuing to talk on his own volition. Yeah. I mean, like one time he was like, I have to go get my sunlight. I was like, okay. I was like, yes, you know, Do it. please, by all means, don't let me hold you up. Yeah. And then 30 minutes later, we're still, talking, still on the talking. phone. Like, okay. All right. Well, Just I mean, hang up. Finally. I don't care. You can hang up whenever you want. Yeah. <sighs> it, the whole stuff. thing, the whole thing was weird. Um, and I also, there was a point where I feel like he did threaten you. Mm-hmm. It, do you take even a threat like that seriously or you just think that's babble i mean i definitely don't like it when someone threatens me like that mm-hmm. i'm not scared of catfish um but i think that you know you just got to be careful like what you say and you know i i'm not gonna right um you know over analyze everything he said but i don't feel the threat from him, but he said some things that I thought were kind of rude, a little but rude, um, a little weird. I think that they're, they're empty threats. Oh, and, and him saying Akasha, uh, something she's, no, I wasn't playing... cool with that. No. Yeah. I, I couldn't get down on that level. Um, that I, was... I asked him, I was like, do you want to help find crystal too? Or, you know, why are we talking again? I, I'm confused. It sounds like he wanted to hear his own voice. Um, but, oh, oh, and then him saying, you know, his reasoning for, I didn't do this because I don't want to, li- I don't even have a desire to listen to the podcast. Like, I was like, all right. What does I that mean, have to do with anything? I don't know. I thought the same thing. I mean, for one, I, I thought that, I mean, I'd want to know what someone was saying exactly. about me. So I don't know if I was, you know, wrapped up in some sort of missing persons case and someone was talking about me on a podcast, I'd want to know what they were saying. I wouldn't yeah. talk to the person who's making that podcast and then tell them repeatedly that I don't, don't want to listen. listen to your podcast and I don't, and that's why I'm innocent. Do you buy uh, that he's never listened to it? I don't think, I mean, maybe I he hasn't. I don't see how he hasn't. I mean, I feel like it'd be kind of hard not to, but I think he made a comment one time about um, like psychics and stuff like talking about him and he would only know that if he listened to episode six called catfish. Yeah. So no, I, I, I went on a Twitter rant about this actually. I don't buy for a second. Oh, of course I'm so invested in this. Um, he's totally listened to it. Totally. Probably. and uh, I don't, I don't know how I feel. I have all my theories. Um, but yeah, he just, he, I just, Oh, and the other thing is I'm sure you've seen this, but he's active in the Facebook group that Mm -hmm. I'm a part of. And yes. his mess. If you think his phone calls don't make any sense, the way that he types, oh yeah, is I I, I wish I I'm gonna search and it, it's like not even English. It's really weird. It's like almost like there's a it's like a malfunctioning computer or something. It's it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. And and then for him to claim that he you know is so good with computers and that he has all of these computers, but then like can't even type. And why are you so invested in what people are saying about you on this Facebook discussion group, but yet you don't listen? Yeah. I don't know. There's so many contradictions there that it's hard to really figure out what's going on, but overall just doesn't look or feel good to anybody. So that's all I know. It's just, it's, it's fishy. It's totally fishy. It's fishy. I want to know what you think the moat, I'm having a hard time finding the motive Mm-hmm. in crystal's case like what do you, what do you think it is you know there's been a, a lot of different rumors about the motive me personally i don't really think that there was a motive i don't think that i mean 
I think that it's leaning more towards somebody gave her um, some drugs, maybe with the in, maybe with the intent to hurt her or mess okay. her up more than she wanted to be or kill her. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but um, and they died at she died at their hands, and then they covered it up. Um, I don't think anyone shot and killed her or right. went out to murder her in that sense. I think that she died as a result of drugs mm. and was given them um, probably not even knowing what she was taking or somebody messed with it. Mm. And it matches up with the story of what happened to her just a few weeks earlier. Right. You know, right. what are the chances that, you know, she would claim that she was drugged and raped at this person's house and then right. she would, you know, end up being back there later on and that have nothing to do with this. Yeah. Maybe. But that would just be some really bad luck, wouldn't it? I'm I'm just not gonna sleep tonight because all of this I'm talking to the 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 man and I have all <laughs> I have all these the thoughts. <laughs> this is I could go on and on. Um I wanna know if if also the drug use in this case makes things tougher too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I mean, um, yeah. Not for everybody. I mean, there's a lot of guys who smoke weed and that's cool. And, yeah. I mean, whatever. Usually weed you can't is fine. tell. Yeah. You know, you might be high or whatever, but yeah. usually like they're just, you know, they don't act like it. Right. But when it comes to the harder drugs like meth and stuff, I've dealt with a lot of different people who will be up and down, up mm-hmm. and down, up and down. Love me, hate me, love me, hate me. And it's like, you know, I just have to like almost tune it out entirely and just robotically just say no yes yeah you know that's not what was going that's not what's going on and just kind of keep them at bay but yeah that's exactly why this is unsolved is that these people are just all over the place and they're so freaked out that they're so afraid to tell whatever they know which may be a missing piece to the right person or law enforcement to get this thing solved and they're just too wrapped up in themselves do you feel like in general it might be because of this podcast and do you think people want to talk to you just to talk to you and give you information that isn't even like reliable. Do you know what I mean? Like just because it's the yeah, podcast. Just because you want to be of on the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah. I think some people like being in front of a camera or right. behind a microphone and that kind of stuff, but you can usually tell. Yeah. Um, and you know, we haven't had too much of that. Um, so as long as it's checking out and you can check their story out and back it up somewhere else and, it's all looking good, then it doesn't really matter. You know, sometimes it's good to have someone who wants to tell you, you know, a detailed animated version of what it was because you can really, you know, they can really take you there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I think sometimes people just want to be a part of it. Yeah. And there's, I mean, I get so many emails and stuff about just stuff, stuff. that is crazy. That does not matter. I'm like, why did you ever take the time to I do that? I would love That's... to look at your email inbox oh one day. Oh my God. You could spend forever in there. <laughs> it That's would like make my podcast. life. Maybe yes. just season three, you can just go through all of the ridiculous things that you've gotten. Just me reading emails. Yes. Yeah. I could do yeah. That. Um, okay. So a couple more things. Um, do you feel pressure to kind of quote unquote solve crystal's case the way that you had and i people are saying you solved tara's case do you do you say do you agree with that that you quote unquote solved it no i mean i didn't solve anything i didn't you know make the arrest or right you know get, i didn't i wasn't the person who received that tip that prompted them to arrest ryan okay and Bo. so no I, I didn't solve it yeah i think a lot of i mean i see like 
people tweeting sometimes oh, yeah. like Payne solved the case he didn't solve this I'm like I've never said I've never that claimed like that <laughs> yeah I mean if someone wants to in their opinion think that I did and and they want to write that somewhere I, I'm not going to I can't like call them and say hey why did you say that about you can't me say like that. Hey, you're going to say you did you did do it and I'm like oh, okay yeah. well but yeah I mean I, I think that it's hard to argue that yeah. there's no correlation between the podcast existing and being so popular right. and then that tip coming forward all those years later. So I think oh, that yeah. we definitely helped out with yeah. getting people talking again. Mm -hmm. And so I feel good about that. But, you know, uh, doing that again for season two, obviously that that is the hope. That's yeah. the, the high hope that we have. But there's so much that, you know, you can't control. Right. The bottom line is there's no podcast out here solving anything. No. You know, people always act like, but like really there's not. And I to think about this, you know, think about how much we've learned and, mm -hmm. you know, we found these people and they're talking when they didn't talk to anybody yep. and they've moved out of the town and all this stuff. So, I mean, there's only so much you can do to set up law enforcement for the win. Right. And then a lot of it has to do with timing and this and that. But I do know that the Colorado Bureau of Investigation is actively looking into this case and, you know, they got some good leads You know, I don't know right. all of it, but, you know, they've shared some stuff with me, just small talk off the record stuff, but mm. I know that they're looking into this and I don't think Crystal's case is going to be unsolved forever. Mm. And I don't think it's going to be unsolved for very long, but you know, the timing of that is not up to me. Yeah. All I can do is just say, Hey guys, look at this. Right. And then kind of, you know, watch the cards fall where they may. I hope it, I, I do hope it gets solved. Obviously. I just feel like this one's a little bit tougher because of totally. the unreliability of, of everyone kind of involved. Yeah, it definitely plays a huge part. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, someone had, I'm going to ask some Instagram, Twitter questions. Um, okay. Lindsay said, which we've kind of talked about this, but how has the second season been different than the first besides being more experienced? Hmm. I don't know. Uh I mean, it's been different in a lot of ways. Um, the type of people yeah. that are in Crystal's life are just different. Yeah. Um, huge. I mean, she has a amazing array of friends. They, you know, they're they're all kind of similar in some way, but they're very different and unique. And just talking to these people has been really um, kind of awesome. Really, yeah. they've been just really great people, and their family's awesome. Yeah. And so I think that one key difference that I haven't really talked about out loud, but you can tell if you listen, is that. You know, Tara's family wasn't really a big part of or right. a part really of all at all in season one. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame them. They, you know, they talked about this for over a decade and, you know, they were kind of done being in front of the camera and behind right. a microphone talking about, you know, their unsolved, dis unsolved disappearance of their daughter. Yeah. But in this case, you know, they're at the they're forefront. There. They're, yeah. they're calling people out. And, you know, I want this podcast to fuel them further. Right. You know. Use this. Say whatever you want to say. Let's let's do it. Like let's let's be a team. Let's do this. Yeah. So that camaraderie Big type feeling difference. has been has been really cool. Yeah. And that that didn't happen in season one at all. Have have as far as someone did ask. Um, oh, Paige Hinkle, um, ask Payne if he knows how Tara's family is doing as they process the latest developments, the arrests. Um. I mean, I, I have I you contacted them thankful. or do they? I haven't talked to them really like on record or anything. Okay. I mean, I sent them some flowers after the arrest, you know, a while back. But um, I mean, I think that it is probably great for them to have some sort of closure and the idea of mm -hmm. justice in the works. 
you know, just not knowing anything and no one being held accountable for something has to be the hardest thing ever to deal with. Yeah. So I know for a fact that they're thankful and happy that someone is being held responsible for this. Yeah. But I'm sure they're just ready for it to be over. Probably. You know, I think everyone is. Yeah. And, um, you know, they just want to see justice served. Right. And then back to, um, to Tara's case about, well, your grandmother was involved in your podcast for, mm-hmm. for Tara's case. So smiley summer, um, how is your grandma doing? And did you have to teach her how to listen to a podcast? Those are good questions. Yes. Well, one, she's doing great. Okay. Um, I love her. She's the best. And um, my dad did get her an iPhone like yeah. two years ago. And so when she was over Christmas, like two years ago, my dad pulled it out. We showed her the podcast app <laughs> and I subscribed her to up and vanish with my own finger. And so now she just gets the updates she automatically. Gets the notifications. She listens to them and she's just super hip and knows how to do it. Does she, she's super <laughs> hip. Yeah. I mean, with my podcast, I had to go on my grandmother's phone and say, this is how you do it. And she'll oh, occasionally yeah. send me these these little emojis with like, listen to the podcast. Sounds good. I'm like, thanks, Grandy. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, grandmas are the coolest. But um, I watched the clip of you two from your special. Um, she She's so like, she looks young. She's, a, I'm telling you, she is an ox. It's unbelievable. Yes. Like if you look at a picture of my grandma from 20 years ago, yeah. it looks like it's from 2018. She looks good. Maybe yeah, can you have her on an episode just talking about like her skincare regimen or we should. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I mean, I know she walks like every morning in like several miles, yeah. she, like, gets up like 5am. She's insane. She's awesome. There's the secret. Um, someone wanted to know which town has been quote unquote sketchier so far, Crestone or Osceola? Crestone for okay. sure. Um, I mean, Osceola is still like a, you know, small Georgia town farming community, you know, it's got still has some elements of the whole Southern hospitality thing, but out in the mountains, you know, someone might be living in this bizarre house and they don't want anyone knocking on their door ever. And that's why they moved here. So you're dealing with that a little bit, people wanting to live on their own and not be bothered by people at all, especially someone like me. Oh, well, you're, you're the man. Um, okay. Here's something I'm wondering about just because I'm part of a discussion group. Um, is there pressure to deliver the right information versus keeping your audience informed and giving them kind of some juicy stuff? Does that make any sense? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, you're always kind of juggling, um, doing this the right way, being respectful, being accurate, right. and also giving um, them something really compelling right. and that's going to, you know, blow their mind and make them want to come back next week and, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully get people talking and in, in the right direction. So, you know, we're always conscious of those things. It is a hard balance, but, um, you know, we do put the accuracy part of this and the respect part of this first. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're always focused on, you know, what is the next thing in this story? And we're always chasing it. So there's always going to be something. And how many times do you record an episode? You know, you, you finish at the end of the day and then you get a tip or something or something comes up and you have to redo stuff. All the time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like, but we're hopefully not, even though we're kind of doing this in real time, we, we have like a bigger scope of 
how this is going to unfold okay. so we can almost make our case for what's going on here, take you through these you know different rabbit holes to where we ended up, and by then hopefully it makes more sense to you. So yeah. we kind of we know where we're going, but we can't control it, and some things come in that change that, but right. we always know where we're going to a certain degree, at yeah. least we hope. It's just interesting sometimes seeing people sometimes forget that this is a, a real thing that happened oh, they, and there are families. They totally forget. Yeah. And they're like, but this episode was boring. And I'm like, what are you yeah. talking about? That's insane. Like, what are you saying? Like, yeah. yeah, someone's like, you know, commenting about episode 11 is the worst episode I've ever heard. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, are yeah. you mad that we didn't find something in our search? How yeah. will we know that if we just, if we didn't search? Like, I don't know. People, the haters, man. I don't it's know. It's crazy that you have haters and you're just telling a story. I don't even understand it. I don't People either. like just hear one thing and just make up their mind about everything else and they want to believe that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It's whatever. it's pretty goofy. Yeah. I, I, I see and I, I never <laughs> chat on these these discussion boards because oh, yeah. I never want to get involved. Awesome. I just like to see and I sometimes I wanna be like, you guys, you forget that pain this is a real family that he's talking to and that he can't just have a bombshell episode every yeah, week. Yeah, I'm not writing this like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, so here's my most important question. <clears throat> Nothing about your your podcast, like, scares me. Like, you know, makes me not be able to sleep at night, except for one thing. And it is that deep voice that like voiceover that does the um sometimes the police reports or like mm -hmm. text messages is that a real person that is a real person who is that? his name his name is rob 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 ricotta can he just yes. like take it down a notch like it's he has this like amazing ability to do all these different voices he actually like he can do accents and stuff it's actually kind of crazy is he nearby he's pretty can talented. he come in here <laughs> No, um, yeah, he's amazing. Like you, yeah, you should totally. I would love to just talk to him, and it freaks me out. It creeps me out. It's. I thought it was a robot at first, or like a. Siri. You should have him on as the up and vanished voice guy. Can we and just prove it? Yes, that, he, that he's real. Uh, yes, I just want uh, me and my friends. We were just in Morocco traveling and talking about all of our favorite podcasts, and I was like, I love Up and Vanished, but I've got to know what or who that deep voice is that freaks me out. And yep. it comes in every First. episode, and I'm like, mm. it, it's a little weird. That's Not so funny. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> so tell him that I don't know if you've ever gotten that question before, but uh, that's what I was thinking. I'll about be sure today. to tell him. Please do. <laughs> I'll tweet it. Does he have a Twitter? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this is. Let me see what it looks like. Yeah, I'm. I'm just curious. <laughs> I have. I also want to see if his voice matches his face. Whoa, he's like a um. Our, he reminds me of like a romance novel cover. He kind of does. Look he like looks that, like right? a yeah. what's that? Fr fr uh, uh, he's he could be the next bachelor. Is oh my married? god, that would be that would be amazing. No, he's not. Oh, there's I'm this, gonna tell you said that. Well, there's this TV show <laughs> called Unreal, and uh, it's yes. like a spinoff of Bachelor, and mm -hmm. they've had like a murder on the show and it, I, I would never wish a murder upon anyone on the show, but I wish you could go in and like solve a bachelor murder. That would be amazing. Like, we... Actually full disclosure too. Yeah. Um, me and one of my friends were like super big fans of, uh, the bachelorette last season oh, okay. and bachelor in paradise. So like I would totally engage in conversation about that stuff with you. You, you would? Yeah. 
Yes. What, you, what are your thoughts? Tell me everything. I mean, like, I don't know, like, names. Like, all the old stuff, but I know, like, all the most recent stuff. Okay. From Bachelor in Paradise and. So, um, you know about Colton, the new mm-hmm. Bachelor? I know about what that. What do you think yeah. about him? I feel like that wasn't a good choice. I agree. I mean, why was that? I, I think that they have had two bachelors in a row that were like a little bit polarizing, like too much kind of I love him or I hate him. And America okay. does well with like kind of vanilla. Yes. Like you need vanilla. They got too far away from that. So they just like Colton's a virgin. It's really cute. Um, he'll find his wife and hopefully not be a virgin anymore. Like the, the promo right. came out and it's already like, I, I think they said virgin like 27 times oh in my the promo. Gosh, that's what they're doing. Yeah, no, they're, they're really pushing gosh. virginal things. Um, but yeah, no, I just, wouldn't that be cool to investigate a bachelor murder? That would be insane. I, wow. <laughs> I just yeah, gave you another that happens, idea. I'll be there. But yeah. t- I mean, tell Rob, Rob, right? What's yeah, his name, Rob. Rob? If he were The Bachelor, I would go on. Okay. Like, I will tell him he, that. He'll he could flattered. talk to me it, like in before bed Just with that voice. There, yeah. So you're telling me that there's no like voice controller or anything? No, like it's straight raw into the microphone he can just do that voice i don't believe it I'm not i wish kidding. i had it on it i'm gonna record it and put it on here just to sh- tell or show everyone like yes. it's it you is so good Irwin county communication center about a fire located at 425 snapdragon road just outside of osilla the name of the person that reported the fire is unknown on November 8, 2005, at the 0715 hour, the Irwin County Fire Department responded to the fire. Um, okay, so I've had 45 minutes with you. One more thing. I'm sorry. Um, some of your favorite crime podcasts. Um, obviously, I like Serial. Yeah. Um, that was amazing. Um, I like Crime Town. Love Crime Town. I like Criminal a lot, Same. actually. Same. Um, and what else? Mm, I haven't been listening to that much, to Have be honest. Have you listened to season three of Serial? No, but I've okay. had some friends and coworkers who've listened, and they like it, so I haven't heard it yet. Well, it's always um, hard. You know, you talk about the comparing of season one and season two. Like, I think that happened a lot with Serial, where definitely. season one was like a banger, and then season two, which I still thought was really good, just completely yeah. different, which is the risk mm-hmm. that you take, which you That's took. It's always part of it. Yeah. yeah. I think those three for me are like, in my the ones. go-tos. Yeah. yeah. Another one yeah. I just want to give people, and maybe if you ever have a minute in your day, which mm-hmm. I don't think you do, um, is Happy Face. Oh, yeah. I know those guys who are making that. Yeah. I just finished it. And I it heard was it was really good. good. I haven't listened to it all of it It yet. was really good. It's about um, a, a girl whose dad was a serial killer, and mm-hmm. it's like her kind of making peace with that, and she meets like one of the victim's sons and, and all this stuff, and it, it was a really... It was really good. And it's a quick listen. It's like eight episodes or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, no, you should. I I imagine you have zero time in your day um, to do anything. But yeah, yeah, like what day is it? You've been on calls all day. So, yeah, so I won't take up any more of your time. But thank you. This was so so great. And um, yeah, and and I'm going to what are what's his last name? Rick. Rob Ricotta. Ricotta. Like the cheese. 
Okay. This is this is something. This could be something. Thank you, you Payne. Keep Thank doing you what so you're much. doing. You're great. You're truly a gift. And when I posted that I was um, doing a podcast with you, I think everyone started crying simultaneously, freaking out, That's just saying, amazing. "Oh my God, I love him." So so keep it up. You're doing great. Um, and have fun with all your interviews today. Thank you. We'll Thanks. have you on again sometime. Yeah, I will. I'll reach out. Bye. Okay. And there you have it, Payne Lindsay, the host of the Up and Vanished podcast. You can find the Up and Vanished podcast the same place you might find the Mouthing Off podcast, or at least where I find all of my podcasts. It's on the podcast app on your iPhone. If you, uh, I don't know, go to your home thing, your home screen, it's the purple app or the icon that says podcasts. And you can subscribe to everything you want to listen to on that. Just make sure Mouthing Off is on there. Or you can listen um, on their website. That's upandvanished.com. And as always, make sure to subscribe to Mouthing Off. Make sure to tell all your friends about Mouthing Off. That's a great way to get the word out about the podcast. And if you have a second, just takes a little bit of time, head over to iTunes and rate and review the Mouthing Off podcast. I would be super grateful for you guys. Um, I'll see you guys next week with Tenley Molzon, as promised. It's an amazing podcast, and she's such a wonderful person. So I can't wait for you guys to hear it, and I'll be talking to you on Tuesday. Have a great week. <laughs>